Mike in the building right now. Okay. Yeah, I'm still here. 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 Which is the beginning. Hello, it's me. 
and then it is the topic and then the outro. Hello, me again. Uh-huh. Me again. It's me again. Um, I hope y'all liking my jazz in the background. Let me turn it down a little bit, though, because I feel like it's getting on my nerves. There it go. Yeah. All right. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Okay, so this episode is titled, Oh, Sister, Wherefore Art Thou? Oh, Sister, Wherefore Art Thou? That is what this episode is titled today. And I'll, and I'll explain later during the topic because it's going to take explanation to, you know, to format the whole story. So, we ain't worried about that right now. We talking about the week, all right? So, my week, my week in a whole. Um, Well, let's just look because the last time I talked to you guys, Spirits, it was, I think it was Tuesday. Or was it Wednesday when I put out my episode? I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday. I can't remember. But I did not put out an episode last week. And um, I just got really overwhelmed, I think. Spirits, I'm very overwhelmed. I'm, I'm, I'm a Leo. I'm a female Leo. Um, we typically don't admit when we're uh, overwhelmed. But I will say that because of the amount of content that I need to still put out, a part of me is like, I don't want to put out any new content because I still have to put out the old content. And then I feel like people are like wanting the old content because, you know, interviews and stuff like that. So it's a lot of interviews that I have to put out. But yet and still, I have to keep up with the podcast itself. But then keep in mind, you know, I'm working and still trying to figure out that not not trying to figure out the schedule per se, but like I would say, like just trying to figure out my work life balance as a whole. Um, And then. Just, you know, just trying to stay out of my own head and just continue to create art, you know, create art, create art, create art, you know. So that's just been my main focus. Creating art. Um, so I had a really very unique week, very eye-opening week spirits. Um, and uh, a few people are not going to be excited about me sharing this, but that's not my problem. Um, y'all ain't going to believe what went down. All right. So first and foremost, um, let me just say this. Uh, as far as my week goes, I'm sorry, I'm spacing out because I'm like, <laughs> I'm spacing out spirits. I'm all over the place. But no, seriously, as far as my week goes, um, a few things opened my eyes, which made me want to talk, made me want to have this topic and have this conversation. So if you're ever wondering where my topics come from, it's literally just from life itself. Like I'm thinking to myself, man, this is happening right now. I definitely need to talk about this on my podcast. Y'all know that, you know, as far as my therapy goes, it ain't really bumping like it's supposed to be bumping when it comes to the VA being that I'm a veteran, right? 
Um, it ain't bumping like it's supposed to be bumping. So I use my podcast as an outlet. So if anyone is looking to, you know, do that, you can always hit me up and um, find out more about how to utilize podcasts as an outlet, you know, such as therapy or whatever the case may be. Um, so let's, before we talk about that, let's talk about my VA situation, my therapy. Okay. So spirits, I have been looking for a therapist. I have been asking for a therapist with the, through the VA for quite some time now. Now, a few years ago, they put me in a group called DBT, dialectical, dialectical behavior therapy, where you learn mindful behavior tips and tricks and tools on how to communicate with other people, how to deal with other people, how to uh, not let your anger and your, your, I guess your first actions and responses get the best of you. Yeah, I don't really give a fuck about that. Um, I don't care about being mindful. You understand me? Because I don't think that people in America need to be mindful toward, you don't need to be mindful towards these type of people. People in America need to be cursed the fuck out. If if people in America didn't need to be cursed the fuck out, New York would not exist. New York is one of the most grimiest cities I've ever heard of never been to it before in my life but i've ever heard like just like how rude these people are on the streets like how they'll just be pissing randomly how they just be cursing you out they have no fucking filter but everybody else in america gotta have a filter okay okay i think not all right i'm from the south baby i ain't got no filter and i never will have a filter i will never put myself in a position to have a filter ever. I've done it already. I was in the Navy and I had to have a filter and I got in trouble. I got in trouble a lot because I, my filter wasn't as clean. And so if, if being mindful stops you from being who the fuck you are, I'm sorry. I don't want to be mindful. I'm good on all that. Thank you though. It was nice. I tried it. I gave it a shot, but spirits, honestly, I'm, I am supposed to be going to therapy every Monday, virtual therapy every Monday at uh at 1 p.m um through the va and so i already started my first session it was horrible um i which led me to not be able to go to work uh i just for some reason i just felt like that first session was going to be good enough for me to be like okay it's kind of like you know if you got a small headache you take a pill you take a migraine or whatever some people if they got a big headache you know, they'll do like uh, holistic herbs and, you know, all kinds of weird, they'll go even further with it, you know, and they'll maybe they'll even go to the hospital. But for me, it was just like a small headache. I thought I could just take a, a tiny little Tylenol, which was the group therapy and get myself back to work. Bitch. Spirits, when I got back to work, I was even more aggravated because I thought to myself, man, I'm literally going to be in therapy for the rest of my fucking life, literally for the rest of my life. And nothing about me will probably change. Like that, that's what's, that's what's so crazy about this whole scenario. It took me 36 years to get here. It's literally going to take me 36 years to get out of here. Like, hello, am I the only one that's noticing this? Anyway, spirits. So so I go back to work and, uh, excuse me, I'm going to have to take a little sip of water. I go back to work. Everybody was pissing me off. People still saying good morning. They still on that good morning shit. 
you know, then now everybody's all like, oh, happy Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day. I went on that shit either. And and ironically enough, I absolutely love Valentine's Day. I think Valentine's Day is such a good loving day for what well, I celebrated with my daughters. Like, you know, I treat them. I, well, I try to treat them. Obviously, I didn't do it this year, but I did like some candy and gave them candy and stuff like that. But normally I would date them, like take them out on a date and stuff like that. Um, but I, I didn't do it this year. Um, but you know, it's, it's not over with, right? Cause you've still got the weekend, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that my job, like the people that's there, they get, they still get on my motherfucking nerves and I just don't see how this type of group therapy is going to help me especially if the people in my group are excited, that actually makes me even angrier, okay? I have a demon inside of me, and the demon does not like to see everybody happy, <laughs> especially when especially when the demon is not happy. I'm just being honest with y'all spirits. Like, I, misery, my misery doesn't love company, but I will tell you what, spirits, like, if, if my, my spirit will start to get real irritated if my if I'm already unhappy and then I see I see an old happy bitch, I'm like, bitch, it ain't shit to be happy for. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's me though. That's me. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be you. That's just me though. Um, honestly, but I'm working on it. God is still working on me, and I've been I've been watching a lot of Sarah Jake's uh church when I come home from uh work. Is it working? A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a lot bit, a little bit. Uh, I, I absolutely love church. I don't go to an um, a church myself. I don't have a home. Um, I'm not looking for one. Um, I love watching it on TV now in my older age. I, to me, church is all about getting dressed and getting cute. And um, even the church that I went to before, like a couple years ago, um, people were wearing like jeans and, and turtlenecks and shit like that. And that was all cool. Um, and like ACDC shirts and shit. And that was all cool or whatever. But um, I was still trying to like be cute. And it don't matter where I go. I'm always like, when it comes to like church and stuff like that, I'm always trying to like, you know, get a little cute, you know, dress up a little bit. You know, I'm not going to wear my Sunday best. Okay. Cause I'm not a fucking slave, but you know, I just like to, um, I like to shine, you know, I like to put on, <laughs> I like, to, I like to shine, you know, I like to put on, you know, so, um, every now and then I like to shine. I like to put on. So, um, but what I love about, uh, TV, TV churches, you don't necessarily have to shine. You don't necessarily have to put on. You could just like truly be yourself. And I love that. Um, I love that I could just be me and, um, and take notes and really try to learn. And, and, um, but I do find that I cry more in the, uh, in the, in the church aesthetics. Like in, if I was in the house of the Lord, I would probably be crying because I, I think I would feel that spirit more. But when I'm at home, I don't be crying. I don't be crying. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But anyway, um, so with that being said, 
even though therapy may not be working for me or may won't or may not work or whatever the case may be, I still have God. <laughs> I know I laugh when I say that because it's funny. It sounds funny. Um, because I'm I'm like I'm no Christian or anything, but I, I do still I I feel like I still have God and I feel like uh God still wants me to uh get up every day and keep going. And even if it's not God, I feel like it's my niece, Carnesha, or it's my auntie. Um, or my cousins or uncle, uncle Mac in heaven or whatever the case may be. So somebody, um, on the uh, other plane is, uh, rooting for me. So, and I can feel that every time they wake me up, every time I get up in the morning, you know, I can feel that spirit over me saying, Kiki, get up and get, you know, whether it's get to work so you can have a little bit of money, or uh, do your podcast or post something on social media, you know, don't ever start, don't ever stop creating, don't ever stop creating, keep creating, keep being an artist and um, keep going. Um, one of the things that I learned this week, though, about, you know, being an artist, um, and this is going to sound kind of crazy because I'm going to sound kind of like a Gen Zer. But I don't really, I, I was so adamant. I was so adamant, Spirits, about being famous. I was so adamant about being a superstar. I was so, I was so persistent. You know, I even joined the Navy just to get braces. And then I, you know, and then, you know, and then I started trying to go to auditions and stuff like that to try to be an actress. Like, I seriously, seriously, seriously want to be an actress on TV or in movies, like for real. But my biggest issue is what I've learned this week. <laughs> this is where it gets great. All that working hard that they be doing, it's, it's not really like my thing. Um, and I noticed that about me. Like I'm a, I'm really like, I'm not lazy per se, but I would just say that like, I'm just not interested in working that hard to get where I want to go. <laughs> like, like I'm really good on like, if I don't make it, that's okay. Like if like, I'm good at being, I, I could just be a mom and a housewife and like a farmer and like maybe like post every now and then on social media. I probably won't even do that. I don't even, I don't give a fuck. Like if I don't make it, I don't make it. Like spirits, honestly, I just, I won't make it because it's a lot of work that takes that, 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 they, you know, uh, these new age artists, um, even, even people in my circle that I, that inspire me, you know, people like Rebaby, people like Kimbone the Drums, you know, they're at, at I just named Leos. Oh my God. I just named two female Leos and I'm not doing anything that they're doing. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they're doing it, but they are in every, they're at pretty much every fucking event. Oh, you know what? They don't have children. I wonder if I'm extra tired because I'm a mom, bro. Like even thinking about getting my children, I just want to take a nap. Just thinking about having them. I need a nap. Just like, Oh, they coming home from school. Oh my God, let me take a little nap. Like, whatever. Like, I be needing nap. So that's probably what it is. But no, I admire these uh these women honestly because spirits, they're everywhere. They're they're putting out content. They're 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 on every scene, you know, and they're still creating as well. So I love that. And I, I would like to be that person. Um 
I just don't have that drive in me. The constantly going, 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 going. That's, ugh, that ain't in me. Now, if I could hire a team of people, but then I would have to go to work a lot. You see, it just ain't in me. So, with that being said, I've learned spirits that, you know, becoming famous, and I know it's going to sound like a Gen Zer, but I have a gift, and I just really want to just get my art out. Uh, as long as it's out of my head and out of my heart and out of my mind, it's good enough for me. You know, I don't need to go above and beyond. You know, my book, my book uh, being terminated or being, being, um, canceled off of Amazon my book taught me that my book was uh terminated from Amazon and it and it taught me that at least whatever I was trying to get out it got out to some people somehow somewhere and that's good enough for me along with the podcast and all the the 17 countries that's listening to me including including America it doesn't matter um if it falls on deaf ears but I know it's going to get somewhere it's 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 releasing the tension that I have in my body. It's releasing the anxiety. It's releasing the stress. It's releasing the uh it's 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 helping me build confidence. It's helping me build uh uh consistency and all those things. So uh, my art is no longer for the people. It's it's now for me. It started off for the people, but now spirits is strictly for me. So that's pretty much what's been uh what what um eye opening um things has been happening for me this week. And then the final thing is uh I've had some revelations on females and how we treat each other. And now we finna get into the show. So let's go. I really hate the way that sounds, so I'm going to try it one more time. <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm using this Riverside shit spirits, and I told you this shit is trash, but um, we're doing it, you know. We, um, we were able to come in with I'm Still Here. Hopefully, we can come out with I'm Still Here. I probably won't even listen to this episode. I didn't listen to the last episode either. Um, and I probably won't listen to this one. I don't think I want to listen to any more episodes moving forward because it's not what I want it to be. It's not ideal for me. Uh, I'm not able to put like the the background music when I do my quotes. I'm not able to really put the background music when I come for my intro or my outro. And spirits, y'all know how important that is to me. And if y'all don't, now y'all know. And if I'm not able to do it, that's okay. I'll just keep on with the show, right? I'll keep on with the show, um, and like, like, like Trick Daddy say and my niece say, it'll get greater later. It'll get greater later. So, my sister, my sister, my sister, my sister. For many years, there has been always been a huge stigma around women hating each other or considering themselves to be rivals. For as long as I can remember, <clears throat> my mama has always said, a lady should only speak when spoken to. Ladies are to be seen and not heard. Well, I thank God, right, for my mama. But ma, 
I am no lady. I am just a spirit, a lost spirit, actually, inside of a female body, female human body. And although I am grateful for my titties and my vagina, thanking God, because, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be a transgender or anything. Um, I'm very grateful, right, for my titties and my vagina. But at the same time, being a woman, being a female is, is a lot of work. Now let's talk about it. All right, so ladies come with different stigmas. Men come with different stigmas, right? On how to be, on how, what not to be, how to act, how to sound, how to, you know, all this shit, right? Um, in the midst of that, our parents tend to also teach us on how to compete as well. And that's unfortunate. You know, because as as melanated people already, we already have to compete. We already have to work 10 times harder than the other races. Sorry, that's my uh, train. If you're hearing my train, there you go again. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Um, so, yeah, uh, we've all, we already have to compete, right? And uh, it's, it's sad enough that we have to then compare ourselves to other females. Me, myself, and I, I don't do that. But there are other females that do, that actually does that. Um, I know back in the day, you know, if anyone remembers uh, Sarah, I, I think her name was Sarah Lee or something like that. Um, it was the um, the first woman with the big ass, right? Does anybody remember that lady? Oh my God, this train is so annoying. Yeah, Sarah Bartman was an African-American woman who in the early 1800s was something of an international sensation of, of objectification. She was paraded around Europe uh, where specta spectators jeered at her large ass. It says buttocks, but I said ass because it's just sad. Um, right after that, someone designed an outfit, right, for Caucasian women to put under their dress to give them an even bigger ass, such as Sarah Bartman. So at first they laughed and they ridiculed her and then they wanted an ass just like her. I know I said I wasn't giving Black History facts, but this is Black History Month, so don't, don't do that. Um... So then Caucasian women proceeded to kind of dress in in the in the form of the way her body was shaped, right? Um and then you had Madam CJ Walker who felt inclined to uh create hair care products to mimic uh Caucasian and uh other women hairstyles that were laid and fried and dyed and fat. My daddy calls her a uh, a sellout. My daddy thinks that she's somewhat of a sellout. Um, I think that she was a, a lost and confused woman <clears throat> that didn't understand what beauty was because we were going off of European standards, which is what we normally always do, right? Even to this day, women are wearing wigs and and 
gluing gluing hair gluing fucking hair to their eyelashes now I can attest to that. I've glued hair to my eyelashes, I want to say, like, three times. I would not do it again. I love mascara. I don't even think mascara is good for you, but I love mascara. All right, so then we have that issue, right? And now women are getting injections and, you know, sucking fat from different parts of their body and putting it in other parts of their body just to compete, just continue to compete with each other, right? Um, And it's going, and that's what's happening now. Um, In my day, when I was growing up, it was all about hairstyles and pigmentation. You know, it was a huge thing on colorism and your hair. Like, if your hair was curly, then the other black girls, oh, you was hated on. Oh, you was treated like shit. They was trying to fight you. They want to fight you. They want to beat you up, girl, because your hair is curly. Girl, spirits, they want to beat you up because your skin is brown and not super duper black like my keyboard or my microphone they wanted to beat you up spirits they want to fight you um and that's what i had to go through so i am the last daughter i'm the last child of six i'm the third daughter And I've talked about this in season one of my podcast. Um, And the reason why I'm bringing this back up is because I have some new information about it. So in season one, maybe two of my podcasts, I talked about the reason why I started my podcast. And I'm all, I feel like I'm always talking about this spirit. It's like my brother said he was going to kill me. So I felt like I had to get my story out. Um, I wanted to start a business and be an artist. So I, I needed, you know, I needed a podcast to bring it all together and to hone it all in. And then also I was supposed to start this with my niece, Carnesha. And, you know, I, I even mentioned it to her, put her, you know, and I also um, incorporated her in the first like introduction video that I made still on my computer to this day. But um, she happened to have passed away, uh, which kind of left me to do this on my own. And that's fine. Right. Because it was my original thing in the beginning. And I've said this before on my podcast before. I I remember when I was about 12, 13 years old, I took the uh, brown roll from the tissue and I turned it into a microphone by balling up uh, aluminum foil and having that be the top part of the mic, you know, like this gold piece right here. So this gold piece and then the brown piece, you know. And uh, I would be like, what's up, what's up? You on the mic with Miss Kiki? You got to rock the mic right, you know, saying some weird shit like that. And uh, I I thought I had my own radio station. So needless to say, I've always wanted my own radio station, but I never felt like I was someone that anyone should follow. Like, I never thought that I was like a person of inspiration or 
anything like that. I knew my story. I knew I could tell my story and you could probably be inspired by that or maybe disgusted by that or maybe show pity for that or whatever the case may be. But I didn't know that I could be inspirational. I didn't know I could be deep. I didn't know any of that. But with being inspirational and deep, you have to live a little bit. You got to live a lot bit. You got to have a lot of experiences. And um, now at 36 years old, I believe that I have so many fucking experiences to it's not even funny. And I, I have yet to even scratch the surface of my podcast and talking about what I've all, what all I've been through. Um, but in season, you know, one, I talked about being, uh, you know, attacked by my family and, uh, you know, like I said, the reason why I started the podcast and, and I talked about being bullied. So. Since this is sister, oh, sister, where art thou? Um, being that I have sisters and I have female cousins, it did not, it still didn't protect me like I thought I would be protected. It didn't protect me from the social stigmas that females, outside females can bring. It didn't protect me from the bullying that outside females could bring. It didn't protect me from the physical harm. Um, and I thought having sisters and female cousins would do just that. Uh, and in, 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 in any normal family, it would. It probably do. It probably do just that, you know, but not for me. Not for me. My family is filled with females that hate each other and see themselves as competition towards each other. So I was brought up in a in a family of hateful vengeful women. Um so it only makes sense that who I am today complements my past in a way. Um so like I said, in season one and maybe season two, I was bullied, right? I was chased after school. I was uh, picked on, um, you know, got my hair pulled, all this stuff. And it wasn't just me. It was other females that had similar beautiful characteristics as I did, you know, with the curly hair and the, and the, um, the browner skin tone. Um... Just pretty bitches getting, just getting, pretty bitches just getting, um, beat on and, and kicked on by ugly hoes. <laughs> no, but for real. Um, so before I talk about that, you know, the other outside females, let me talk a little bit about the inside females, right? My cousins, my sisters, my mom. And I and, and I'm gonna actually leave my mom out of this episode just for right now because I got an episode coming out Monday specifically titled Mothers and Daughters, where that one's all about my mother. But in this one, um, I would just say that my mom didn't really make anything any better when it came to females loving on each other and uh, uplifting each other. 
I'll tell you one small story that my, my aunt Vern told me previously prior to her dying. She said that my mom used to piss in the bed and my mom, when she peed in the bed, she was embarrassed by it. So she would wake up earlier than my, my aunt Vern. And then she would roll my aunt Vern into the pee and then wake her up and be like, Ooh, girl, look what you did. You done peed on yourself. Now, now you got to be a sadistic, nasty-ass person to roll somebody else in your pee. I'm going to just say this. I squirt when I have sex, and I can't even share my bed with my children if there's, like, leftover fucking residue in there. So for my mama to do some shit like that to her baby sister, this was her baby sister, you can only imagine how the generational curse continued to fall until it got to me. Now, my daddy done did some sick shit, too, to his baby sister. He fed his baby sister's dog food. And the reason why I got to say that shit right now, right here today, is because my auntie is in the hospital. And she might be the next motherfucking auntie to die. And that kills me because that's two good aunties gone. And they both were cancers, which, and I'm trying not to cry. Um, but I just, <clears throat> they didn't really get a fair shot starting off. Like they didn't start off with a fair shot and, um, and the way that it's ending up, it's not okay. It's not okay. Um, man, I could say so much negative shit, but I'm not going to, <sighs> And I'm also trying to not cry. But I'll talk about that um, in the next episode. But anyway, so needless to say, um, sisters, oh, sisters, where are they? Right? Um, my cousin April, she said that she's, uh, her sister, her sister, Teresa, which is my cousin, was really good to her. Um, you know, would always protect her when it comes to fights and stuff like that. But she would also be mean and beat her up as well. And I guess that just comes with the territory of being a, a little sister, right? No, it fucking doesn't. Um, now me as a mom, having an older daughter and a younger daughter, it fucking doesn't. Somebody was supposed to step up and step in and say, no. That is not how you treat your sister. That is not how you treat your sister. That is not how you treat the second, the next female in your life. But they didn't do that. Nobody did that. Um, when it came to my siblings, my older sister, uh, I remember her doing my nails a lot when I was younger, buying us things. She bought me this beautiful ring. Oh, my God, it was the most beautiful ring, and it had these three um, pendants on it, and it would just, like, shake, and that we put it on our pinky, and it would just go, and um, I don't know what the fuck happened to that ring, but I tried to keep mine forever because how unique, how unique, and I'm still looking for that ring still to this day, to this day. Um, but that was such a beautiful ring. And I remember my sister Carla buying that for me. She's a Gemini, by the way. So I, don't, I just had to say that I love signs and stuff like that. So, 
but my sister Carla, she, uh, her name is Carla, but we call her Carla. We don't put the R in there because, you know, we black and stuff. So we'd be like Carla, but it's Carla. <laughs> it's Carla. But my sister Carla, if you want to be politically correct, um, she wasn't really around because she's my oldest sister. She's 50 and I'm 36. So the age gap, you know, she was 18, you know, living on her own and shit like that. And she had some issues of her own with her husband and, you know, and all of that stuff. Um, but then my mom had another daughter, my sister Ebony. And my sister Ebony was not so great. She's not a great big sister. Um, and I, she, the thing is, is that she didn't get like, she didn't get the little sister treatment, like the shitty, I'm gonna treat you like shit for my sister Carla. Like Carla didn't do that to Ebony, but somehow Ebony thought it was necessary to do it to me. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Um, so here's a few things that Ebony did, and I want to get off my chest because Ebony still thinks it's funny to this day. A few things Ebony did was um, when she would get mad um, at my mom or my brothers or whatever the case may be, she would destroy our entire fucking bedroom. She would destroy the entire bedroom. So, Cleshawn Jackson, if you are listening, if you ever hear this and you... You know, because he was my boyfriend when I was in the Navy. And he always wanted to know why the fuck did I destroy my barracks room the way I did. And it's because my sister used to destroy her entire, our our entire bedroom. So, you know, that kind of lingered into my 20s <laughs> a little bit. I don't do it no more. One time, okay, one time I did back in 2020. I think 21, I destroyed my living room. Um, but it was just like a small area of my living room. And I realized I can't be doing that. Can't do that. But, um, my sister is a terrorizer when, when things don't go her way, she will destroy, you know, she will break TV. She will, you know, um, bus cars and stuff like that. She's a, she's a, she is a material destroyer and that's okay. Um, for her, right. I, I would suggest nobody else be that way. Um, so she would get mad that I wouldn't help her clean up the room. And so she would beat me up. She would beat me up. Um, I know we're only 18 months apart, but a, a small part of me felt like she should have taken me in and been like, this, my baby sister. And, and I, and nobody can and nobody can touch her, you know, but she didn't do that. She did not do that. Um, another thing my sister did was, uh, this was, this was something so minor, but major to me. We were playing, we were wrestling and, uh, I was, you know, we used to watch wrestling growing up, you know, and you remember how they would jump from the, the ropes and they would just, you know, Oh shit. And I'm gonna jump on you and stuff. And I'm a DDT you and all that shit. Well, this is me, you know, trying to jump on my sister. She's on the bed and she's like, ah. and a normal person would go, ah, no, I'm going to get jumped on. Oh shit. I'm going to curl my body up. I'm going to turn around. I'm a fetal position. Oh no. 
Uh uh-uh. uh. She fucking kicked me as I'm flying through the air, like, whoa. She goes and fucking kicks me, and I shoot up in the air even further, and I land on the closet door at my sister Carla's house because we were at Carla's house. She was babysitting us. I had to be around nine or 10. And I never forget that this big ass scrape just scrape on my fucking foot. And since I'm using a camera, since I'm on a fucking camera now, because stupid ass Riverside, I'll show you. I ended up getting a tattoo. Can you see the tattoo? I got a tattoo when I was in the Navy. After I got after I got pepper sprayed, I figured, hey, if I can get if I can get gas masks and pepper spray, then I can get a fucking tattoo to cover up this scar on my foot. So I went ahead and did that. And Ebony still to this day feels like when she just did my hair, she said, "Well, what fucking idiot jumps on somebody?" That's her response. Instead of just instead of still to this day going, "Oh, I'm sorry, sis. I know that was you know I put a scar on you." She just will not. This heifer will not take accountability for her fucking actions. She's an Aries, by the way. Um, another thing she did, <laughs> uh, uh, she was the first. She, she she grew she grew breasts before I did, and uh, she told me, and I I remember going, "Oh my god, you got titties! I want titties too." She told me. That um, in order to get titties, all you got to do is put some mayo and mustard on your titties. And they'll grow. And uh, that's not true. That's not fucking true. So, but I did it anyway. I, I went, I, I remember going into the bathroom and putting mayo and mustard on my titties. And um, I showered. I was in the shower, like do 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 do. And um, I confessed that to her. I said, you know, I'm still mad at you, and I know I'm 36. You know, and I'm not really like mad, mad spirits. Keep in mind that these are some things, some small things that I didn't understand as a child, and I just had some questions as an adult, right? So I just was like, you know, what made you say that? And I understand she was a child too. But, you know, I'm still living with it. And I go, well, what made you, you know, say that dumbass shit to me? And she goes, well, I didn't think your dumbass was going to do it. And so you want to know what her response is to this day? Obviously, it worked. Look at your fucking titties. And then she. <laughs> so that goes to show me that our sisters. From generation to generation to generation. We do evil things to each other out of spite, out of misery, out of hate for our own selves. And that shit has got to stop. I absolutely love my sisters, both my, all my, well, oh my God, I got, I fucking have more than just the two from my mom. I have, uh, I think, three from my dad, but I only know two of them. And although I don't talk to them on a regular basis, they both do live in Georgia. Although my youngest sister is somewhat of a psychotic bitch. I still love them. 
And I still dream of the day where we all can wear really weird floppy hats and fucking drink tea and talk about our, you know, our problems over a grazing table and just be like, oh, sure. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. And just like, you know, have a fucking garden party, you know. Despite everything I've been through with my older sister, Ebony, um, and even some small things with my sister, Carla, because now, now, now let me say this. When I was 19 years old, me and my sister, Carla, we got into a big fight. I'm talking about, I tried to poke this whole eyes out. Like literally I stuck my fingers in her eye and I feel bad. Oh my God. I I feel so fucking bad. Y'all spirits. I feel horrible because now my sister has, um, you know, her eyesight is not good and it, it, it never was. She, she used to wear glasses. And here I am as her little sister trying to fucking pull her eyes like out of the socket. I was trying to, I wanted, I wanted her dead that day. I wanted her dead that day. And you know, the first time me ever going to jail was because I fought my mom. So that just goes to show you the trauma and, and the lack of love there is in a lot of black families and a lot of homes. Now, back when I earlier, I said, you know, I went through all of that and I and I still thought for some reason my cousins and my sister and everybody was going to protect me from the outside world and females as well. But that didn't happen. So needless to say, even though I accumulated a few friends in elementary school, middle school, high school, those bitches were still not that great. They were still not that great. The only good friend I think I had in elementary school was Yahira. The rest of those hoes was jealous of me, tried to chase me out of school, fight me, beat me up, all this stuff, right? Um, and then I think in middle school, I had these these two girls. Uh, they weren't good for me. They were very not good for me. Um, clearly, even though I came from the projects, I felt like the Silver Springs bitches was even worse, okay? Like, they just they just had a, 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 a fight about them that I didn't understand. Like, they were just always angry and aggressive. And then, then they loved boys very much so, which I, you know, coming from me, I, I came from a molestation background, a rape background, a, a forced cohorts background, coercion sex background. So being around these little whole ass girls in Selfless Springs, I was like, the fuck is going on here? These hoes like this type of shit. They like being touched by boys. They like sucking dick. They like fucking, they like, <laughs> that shit was weird to me. Um... So, no, those girls weren't my friends. And in high school, those girls weren't my friends. Never, ever, ever did I ever really accumulate any real female friends. And I'll say this a million times until I really went into the Navy. And then I lost them because you know how the military is. If you ain't in the military, then then you ain't, then they ain't fucking with you. So it is what it is, right? I've had some female neighbors um, that I've connected with, but it, it never lasted long even now my man he goes I've never met a female that don't have any female friends well have you ever met a female who brother made her suck other boys dicks in the projects when she was seven eight nine ten years old you probably have never met that either so here we are nice to meet ya <sighs> so um I talked about being bullied right back in elementary school and I just want to, I can't, I can't express this enough, but I want to stretch this, this scenario. Bullying 
treating people like shit just to make yourself feel better, it will never, it will never, ever, ever work out for you in the end. It will never, you will never be at peace ever again in your life. You will never have success. You will never be, you will never progress in life. You will never have real love. You will never have real peace, anything, because you have a demonic spirit inside of you that tells you that every female is your enemy and is your rivalry. So you will never be at peace. And I said all that to say that a long time ago when I was being chased and bullied, it was by this ugly, light-skinned girl named Zamara. She had buck teeth and she had a nice shape on a really nice shape. Light-skinned, too. She was light-skinned. But this weird bitch did not like me. She did not like my curly hair. She did, probably didn't like how cute my voice was. She probably didn't like my dimples. I don't know what it was, but she was lighter than me and had a better shape. And she still terrorized me. Not only did she terrorize me, but she terrorized other girls in the projects. One of them happened to be a girl named Trike, who husband has the outside kitchen here in Tampa. So now they're, you know, they're pretty popular here in Tampa with the outside kitchen. Um, And they were just at the fair as well. But, you know, according to them, the fair was treating them like shit. The fair is racist. So according to them, nobody should go. But big ups to the outside kitchen for having a restaurant, having a website, being, you know, being on Google and things of that nature and just really, you know, just just really thriving. And that's good for Trike, you know. She she came, she started off rough and now look at her. And 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 success always happens for those that have a, a clear conscience and a clear heart and a and a and a clear mind. Uh but unfortunately for Zamara, the girl who terrorized us and bullied us. She is, uh, I saw her years ago when I was dating a drug dealer. He was selling her mollies and she was like, um, on mollies. She was on a corner, like looking all sad and depressed. And she was a lot skinnier too. And I remember seeing her and I go, and I said to myself, oh my God, that's this girl named Zamara that used to chase me off school and beat me up. And he was like, oh man, don't, don't no, leave her alone, man. That bitch high, she high, she on mollies. She, she, uh, she tweaking out, she tweaked out. And I was like, oh my God, look at what life did to her. All that drama, all that bullshit she put everybody else through and now it caught up to her look at god right so i thought she died i honestly thought she overdosed over molly because i didn't see see her and i was with him for two years i didn't see from her i didn't hear from her or nothing like that and i was still going to you know belmont high area over there and by the projects where she was at then i happened to see this same sick bitch on the bus this happened last week this is and uh, when I saw her on the bus, I posted on Facebook something like, this raggedy bitch uh, used to chase me after school. Um, I said, Molly's didn't kill her. Maybe I should. Uh, fuck it. Let me just read it. I guess Molly didn't kill her, so maybe I should. This little ugly fat bitch used to chase me after school because she was jealous of me. The sad part is my sister and brother would watch this dull hole beat me up. Now look at her. Look at all of them. Throw it as fuck. If anyone knows her, her name is Damara. Tag this raggedy bitch. She is a fat, 
like she is huge. Her body is extremely nasty, sloppy, right? And like I said, she used to have a good shape, but now look at her. And I know I'm riding the bus too, but I'm just saying she did all of that bullying to make herself feel better. And God still caught up with her and said, ah, 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 you're going to be ugly for life. And so if you don't take anything from this story, spirits, take the fact that bullying and treating people like shit is not okay. Treat people the way you want to be treated. So yes, did I put her on blast? And did I bully the bully? I did. And I will always bully the bully. And I think that comes with my spirit and my character in life. God didn't put me here to make friends with anybody for real. God put me here to, sh to set motherfuckers straight. So yes, I've been through what I've been through. I will always take up for the underdogs and I will always protect people who cannot protect themselves. And I will always bully the motherfucking bully. But at the end of the day, I love females. I love black women. Zamara could die and her children and anybody else that she knows, her mother and everybody else like that, they can all die. And anybody that have ever done me harm could honestly die. And I wish the best for them. I, I, I pray that God does some serious work in their lives or they could just die. Either way, either way, I'm, I'm cool with whatever um, God has for people. Uh, but I want to say that I, I made this episode because I want to say despite all of that trauma I went through with females and my own siblings and my own mother. I absolutely think that black women are amazing. I absolutely think that black women are a gift from God. And I, I think that we're the smartest and most beautiful people on the fucking planet. And it's just unfortunate that I'm not able to have an abundance of loving um, clean spirited women around me, but I'm okay with that because a lot of these female spirits are not clean. And because mine's is so clean and so pure and my conscience is so clean and so pure and I have no hate and no animosity and no issues and no beef with anybody I can ever imagine. Um, I'm able to be and do exactly what I'm able to do and be. So that's all I have for you spirits. That is my story. That is my show. Sister, where art thou? So if there are any beautiful sisters that are looking to be uplifted, looking to be a part of my group, my tribe, artistic, um, that needs help with podcasting, graphic design, branding, or anything of that nature, you can always hit me up, sis. I love you and I'm rooting for you. But if you are a dark, demented, nasty spirit, bitch, kill yourself. All right. And with that being said, spirits, that is all she wrote, but I have to go. In the meantime, in between time, spirits, you already know. Um, let me go. Let me try to see if I can do a transition. Hey, so this is the outro. And uh, you already know. So in the meantime, in between time, I just want to say thank you so much for uh, listening. Yeah.
artist, you can always yeah, find me on Instagram, yeah. Facebook, I'm still here. <laughs> but they wanted me dead, uh, yeah. Put money on the head, okay. yeah. That's what my brother had said. Uh, that man ain't no killer, nah. Yeah, he was just scared, mm-hmm. yeah. He know he was born to be led, okay. yeah. Now I was born to be a dream. Yeah.